Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Looking In, Mariah's World. I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. And this is the Post Show Recap. It's Mariah's world, and we're all just living in it. So grab a splash, sit back, and and enjoy enjoy the the show. show. Welcome to Looking In, Mariah's world. Episode three. We're three in. I know. It's going so quickly. What's this episode called? Crossing Borders. Crossing the borders. We had a little crossing border drama. I know. There was a lot of drama in this one. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to our uh, critical analysis and scientific review. Our way of mathematically (laughs) dissecting Mariah's world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's not that deep. We're here to have fun. It's all in fun. Yeah. Don't forget, if you want to join in our conversation right now, post-show, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at The Mariah Report. You can join in. Join in. Tell us, let what, us you know think. what you think. We let want us to know about your moments. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of conflict moments mm-hmm. go on. We had like some a time issue, obviously. That was a big issue. We had some uh, fighting, some girl fighting, mm-hmm, which we some don't like. Girl, fi- girl yeah. fighting in the girl club. Uh huh. Hair drama, hair violations, <laughs> all kinds of <laughs> oh moments. <my> gosh. <laughs> Rise world's getting real. I know. Yeah, I feel like we're finally getting a groove, and we're starting to really see what's going down we're in Rise world. Some, yeah, we also are going to talk about our favorite moments of the show, and we have a very special moment for you guys. Last week in Mariah's world, Molly had to go find the super fan for a meet and greet, and it was the Lamb, Chris Keen. He happened to be in New York City this weekend, and I had a moment with him. We were able to catch up and get all the business. I got a little behind the scenes of that uh, fan moment. So stay tuned after this show. And we're going to tag it onto the back of it. And you get get to hear Chris tell his his uh, experience with Mariah in the That'll world. That'll be fun. In Mariah's world. He went to Mariah's world. He was Literally there. Mm-hmm. In Mariah's world. Yeah. All right. So where should we start? Right off the top here. Let's get going. Well, let's. Okay. So the show's called Crossing Borders. So let's talk about that. Because right. that's where the serious... That was like real drama that happened. That could, that's the main thing. Like, it's not good to be... For many reasons, it's not good to be late. No. So Mariah was... Do, Mariah obviously is doing the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour yeah. all across Europe. But she, her home base is in London. Mm-hmm. And so she just flies to all of the major cities that she's performing in yeah. each day. Because most cities in Europe, you can fly there in a couple of hours or less. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Exactly. And she also says that she wants to have just like one home spot for mm-hmm. the children. Yeah. She doesn't want to, you know, be on the bus doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Travel, have them like shifting all around. So they're on the plane and lo and behold, they realize they're an hour late. Yes. Because apparently the tour manager mm-hmm. did not inform anybody that, that Luxembourg yeah. is an hour ahead of the UK. How does that happen? How does that happen? Especially in the world of iPhones, you just check what time I mean, it is in Luxembourg. I'm talking about the world of common sense. That You're too. flying to a new country and you don't think to be like, hey, mm-hmm. are we sure? What time is it going to be there? Yeah. Like nobody, nobody wants to be like, hey, what time is it? Mm-hmm. I guess in Mariah's world, there is no time and, <laughs> and until someone tells you, hey, you're five million hours late. <laughs> yeah, I Thanks know. for showing up. And and then hands you a five thousand pound bill exactly for being late uh huh because you can't be late to these shows you con you contract these arenas these stadiums for a specific allotted amount of time and that's how they make their extra money they want you to be they secretly want you to be late so they can hand out the fines yeah 
So everybody, the plane is landing and everybody is shocked at what time it is. Yeah. And I'm just like, I think we have a plane full of idiots here. Oh, yeah. There's a plane full of idiots. Yeah. Fuck snakes on the plane. The idiots are on the plane. Yeah. Uh, and I think this was generally, uh, this was a real scenario. I think they did not I think know. It, yeah. They were I like, think... oh, we're running late. Let's turn into a thing. I think they really didn't know. No, because it's, didn't know. it's not good to do that. And if they planned to piss off an arena full of lambs yeah. and fans, uh-huh. that's not nice. No. If you pissed off tens of thousands of lambs just for that, I would be pissed. So I think this was like a real thing, scenario, a logistical yeah. scenario that was not cute, not right. The thing is, these arenas, these big shows, it's not all lambs. You have like probably 20% right. lambs and then people are there just for a show. Right. They're like, hey, you know, let's have go out and have a nice night. Yeah. Oh, Mariah Carey, she's singing Let's Go There. I like that song she did. Like they're just there to, right. for something to do. So yeah. to piss them off, they're never coming back. They're not coming yeah, back. Yeah, so it's not a good thing. So... About the stress of that moment, I was like, "Fuck!" Should we I know, and, and of Mariah. course, here's Mariah again saying, oh, "It's of course, it's all oh. my fault." Yeah, she has to, she's the one that has to apologize. Yeah, she has to go on stage and say, "Hey, how is everybody?" Girl, let me tell you, if you kept me waiting two hours, I'd pissed. be a little pissed too. Yeah, a little pissed. Big- Actually, I'd probably be drunk as hell and be like, "I'm going home." Yeah, I know. Because yeah. especially when you're in the general admission area and you got a good spot and you need to go to the bathroom oh, or you want to drink or you're hungry oh, now. My only question about the whole time zone thing is Stella or somebody when they're on the plane says we were supposed to land at eight o'clock. It's now nine fifteen or we were supposed to be on stage at eight o'clock. Yeah. And now it's nine fifteen. So they're like an hour and 15 minutes behind stage time. Yeah. That's not including uh, makeup time, mm-hmm. uh, vocal warm-up time. Yeah. Like, you really were going to land at 8 o'clock the time you were supposed to be on stage? Mm-hmm. That right there is a big fuck-up. Yeah, I know. Because if we were, we were going to do that, in my mind, <laughs> I want hair and makeup, dresses, everything on in the plane. So you right. jump in the car, we get to the arena. You're yeah. ready. And we know that Mariah loves to like travel in her stage ensembles because we see them uh, multiple times here. But you can see clearly in the background when Stella's talking and she's so shocked. She yeah. is just shocked as can be Mariah's- that Mariah's late. Mariah's over there. She has like this this veil on. Yeah. She's all like bundled up like uh-huh. somebody just wrapped her in a blanket or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, she's nowhere near being ready. Oh, not at all. I would have been freaking out. Oh, yeah, me too. You know what I also, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see how that passed by dozens of people. Well, see, I'm somewhat somewhat organized. I'm not the most organized, but I like to at least have a bullet, like a list in front of me of what's going down. Like right now I have a list in my hand that I constantly write. Why doesn't Stella have a tour plan in her hand? Because she's not well versed in this. Yeah, why isn't she, why isn't there like, and I mean, why are we looking I'm at old it school lamb here. So like, I know that when Mariah was traveling before mm-hmm. Stella came aboard, Michael Richardson, her former tour manager, something like this would never happen because Michael Richardson is a professional. Right. The new guy, I'm completely unfamiliar with him, but that tour manager clearly is not relaying information Uh, he is not booking flights properly i mean it's just not professional well it's because you piss off the fans and that's the last thing you want to do well it seems like because they want to save money they're hiring people who are local who work in who are over there in europe people without a lot of experience with mariah pay them less yeah exactly yeah i think it's starting to backfire clearly obviously yeah because it's stuff's going through the cracks but because if we were in like here or Australia and uh, that was my job just to figure out the time schedule, I would have said, oh, are you going to Denver? There's a time change. California. Yeah. There's like, there's I'm not, I just instinctively, <laughs> I instinctively a time change yeah. whenever you go. I instinctively know there's time changes. So let's just make sure it's all clear. Right. And like time out. changes, time zones. That's not a new concept. It's not. It's so. been around for a few hundred years. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. What happened? I don't so, know. So yeah. So, but I think Mariah got on stage um, and the fans eventually warmed back up to her and everything went on. Yeah. Um, but again, Mariah, one of my favorite things that she was saying is you got to live in the solution. What do you do? Well, you just apologize. Yeah. Do the show and you keep it moving because you can't go backwards. And you also can't sit in that moment of they're mad at me. They're mad at me. They're mad at me. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to put on a show. So now you just got to keep it moving. And she did. Yeah. 
Well, you know what I loved about this episode is that we finally got some more singing stage moments. Yes, we got some great, we had a nice We Belong Together moment. It looks like they filmed, they did a really great job of filming. And I love those shots from the audience too. Yes, yes. They need to put this into a deep, like into a package. There needs to be a DVD, a Mariah's World uh, tour DVD. Yes. Of, or Sweet Sweet Fantasy tour DVD. There just has to be. Because now that we're seeing the footage that they got. It's great. It's really great. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do something with it. Yes, use it for the show now, but like yeah. by next Christmas, I want a DVD of this. Yeah, they can even make it a um, you know, you want to like buy the the series, the docu series in one on one DVD. Yeah. Stick it on as yeah. a bonus disc. Yeah, absolutely. Of like full performances. Yeah, because like I think I was saying last episode, are I we want dating like ourselves? It's gonna be digital. It's gonna be digital. It's gonna be on Facebook. On, uh, that's on, true. On the YouTube or whatever. Netflix. Give us a Netflix moment with it. Give us something. Just yeah. give it to us. I don't care That's how. That's it. it. Just yeah. give it to. <laughs> Who cares? I don't care right? how. Yeah. Just give it because we're seeing that you know. Because I think a lot of us have watched the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour via YouTube. Um, yes. Yeah. So for us to be seeing like this real professional quality stuff, we're seeing it in a whole new light. Mm. And she looks better than I imagined. Mm-hmm. She sounds better than I imagined. Yeah. It's it's great, so we need it. Even that black bodysuit looks better in professionally filmed. Now yeah. I'm looking and going, oh, I actually think I like that. Yeah, because you see more detail. You see more of it as opposed to, you know, those grainy, you know. iPhone videos. iPhone yeah. videos, but anyway. It's so, a suggestion box moment. That's all. Yeah. That's all we're saying. So we have that conflict, but yeah. it's resolved. Then we move on to the other big conflict, and we meet our new fabulous character in Mariah's world. Who we know. Danielle Priano. Yeah. Not Soprano. No. Priano. Uh huh. I loved her from the moment she got on the screen. No, so now, obviously I, we've yeah. been Martin and I have been fans of Danielle's hair work mm-hmm. um since the beginning of with Mariah. So I'm so glad she's in the show. And she was cracking me up. Well, she's definitely delivering good TV moments. She is. Yeah. She she's, is. It's just like she just knows what's up. Yeah. Like she, she knows, knows what's she knows <laughs> she, how to work the camera. So we 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 are introduced to her because we have Larry, who's a local hairdresser. Obviously. Yes, but now don't get me wrong. Larry could be my baby daddy. You never a, know. He was a cute little Larry. Moment. I would do him. Yeah, I would do him. So we love Larry. We do. But Larry is not diva standard for hair. Yeah. What did what they say? He's probably about good him? in other ways. They said something about him. He wasn't bad. But it just wasn't good. It's just not the standard of Mariah's diva. What she needs, yeah. yeah and again, probably trying to save money. Well, was trying to save money. Yeah. Didn't want to pay Danielle uh, and her agent what they wanted. Right. And look what happens. I, I, hello. So the show comes off with like Christopher going, um, there's like a bump on her head. At the back of her hair or something. You And there were some hair moments during the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour that were not the best. Right. Yeah. So Larry definitely had to go. I but know. Now poor Larry. Have, I know. Poor, Larry, call me, honey, if you're listening. <laughs> call me. I'm here for you. You can cry <laughs> on my shoulder. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, but now we have Danielle. Danielle means no BS. She no. is like straight shooter. She's... Italian, mm-hmm. you know, all this. I love it. Yeah, the thing is, that tough personality clashes with Stella's tough personality. Yeah. There were a lot of Stella moments in this episode. Yeah, I feel this was very Stella-centric. It was a little. Um, But we're just going to cover the basics. Yeah. So her and Danielle do not get along. I don't know why. I don't know. It cannot be money because, you know, here's the thing. If it is money, it's a stupid reason for mm-hmm. there to be contention and for Danielle not to be there because Mariah's a global superstar icon. Yeah. She can dan- pay Dan Danielle what Danielle deserves to be paid. Mm-hmm. The, cutting the budget, which is a manager's job, yeah. you, you have to keep the essentials. Yeah. Wardrobe, hair, makeup, essential because she is a icon and people's eyes are on Mariah all the time. You can't cut budget when it comes to those things. Yes, I agree. So if Danielle is asking for more money, you're giving Danielle more money. Yeah. But Stella doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So that obviously is a problem. Or it's the agents, I'm not sure. But I feel like there's also some personality conflicts here. It was obvious there is. Yeah. So it's not just about money. Although I think Stella tried making it about money. Right. 
oh, it, as it an can't excuse. be yeah. as an excuse to be like, oh no, it's not me, as opposed to just saying like, yeah, we just don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like Stella wants to be the top dog, top alpha female. Mm-hmm. I don't get any of that, so I can't comment on it. But Danielle needs to be there. Oh, 100% she needs to be there. Yeah, because the, the bitch is good. And she knows how to do Mariah's hair. Yeah. Instinctually. Right. It's like a natural thing. Yeah. Again, my favorite Danielle Mariah hair is from the Good Morning America beautiful Mine performance. Mine too. Absolutely. 100%. It's absolutely the best. Ever. <laughs> Bring it back. Oh, if Mariah had that hair every day, I wouldn't be mad. I know. Yeah. Because that looks like she Mariah wakes up like that. Right. She gets out of bed and her hair It's just sitting. so natural. It just works so but it well looks with her. Amazing. And Danielle does that hair, yeah. which is almost like that beach wavy, you like just natural hair. She yeah. does it really well. Mm-hmm. And hair hair is an artwork, just like it's makeup. Not easy. It's when not. you have someone good, you keep them. Uh, you don't have to tell me. Yeah. So we get into a lot of things with Danielle and, and Stella, but there are also a lot of moments about this that Stella brings up and that Mariah and Stella talk about in this episode about the overall staff and how a lot of the staff is new. There's a lot of talk about the fire people getting fired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Stella's, you know, if you don't do your work, you get you out of here. Like, right, 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 right. She's really trying or, to um portray the I she's ruling with an iron fist. No right. fu- no fucking around. And here's my thing on that. Now, this is just my personal opinion, but okay, there's a there's a moment where they're on a plane. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about this, Anthony, Mariah, and Stella, because former employees are now speaking yeah. to the press. Uh-huh. And Mariah's like... And we read these when they came out, too. Yeah. Like, it, yeah Stella's the Russian dictator. And all of these things. She's using Mariah, blah, blah, blah. And Stella's, I guess, I guess her way of coming back at that was, hey, I'm, I'm here with Mariah's best interest. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like bringing a Bentley to the repair guy, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to look under the hood, see what's not working and fix it. Mm-hmm. But my viewpoint on that is I'm sorry, baby, but if you are not a Rolls Royce uh, repair man, then you're not going to know what to fix. Right. And from my personal view of Mariah's management throughout the years, I feel like there was nothing wrong with her management. There were maybe some hangers on that, you know, weren't doing their thing and maybe they could have gone. But do you mean management? Like prior to prior to Mariah going through all the crazy little managers like JD, right, right, right. Randy Jackson. Love them all. Love Stella even. Yeah. But like Mariah's former former manager, Maroon Entertainment Management. Like Benny Medina. Benny Medina was great. That's yeah. not Mariah's company, but Benny Medina was Perfect, but like I mean, like Stella, not Stella, Louise. Oh, right, right all of right. those people. Yes, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right, they're more uh, trained in in the field, right? Of like the, superstar uh, management, and and they just they wouldn't make mistakes like Being, what time is it? Exactly. You, somebody knows what time it is. So you're agreeing with Stella, but Stella's kind of shooting herself in the foot, right? Like, uh, yes, I agree that there might need need to be some changes. Yeah, but you don't you need to do a whole like. Uh, overhaul of the system yes because some things do work and some things don't yeah like danielle, danielle works uh, well i thought it was really interesting danielle pointed out i don't work for stella i work for mariah exactly i think maybe that maybe stella's getting a little too power obsessed thinking that she can rule the the entire roost right but at the end of the day it's like i work for mariah not you like just don't talk to me like that well you know because you, uh, that danielle she she ain't no punk She'll never be a punk, and she ain't about to play no punk. Mm-hmm. Like she says in the thing. <laughs> I forget yeah. her exact quote. Danielle had some great quotes. They, I, her I and Christopher love like, have such good moments. Yes. I just want to hang out with them. I bet they'll be so much fun. Oh, my God. Hysterical. Hysterical. This show has been... Because, you know, you just see pictures of them on social media before this show. It's funny to watch them together and to see them like, actually be there and on the team for Mariah. Yeah. It's it, it's great they're, fun. They're essential to Mariah's... You know, camp. You need you need all of them. You need all of them. You you do. And just the fact that like Mariah wants Danielle, but Stella doesn't. Well, Stella, it's again. What did Mariah say at the one point in the show? And she's just like, we just need the final product to be 
good or something. It's and all about the it's, final. Yeah, it's all about like the my, final project. It's all about my, my hair, hair looking good. <laughs> Essentially, is what she was saying. <laughs> yeah. But Paul Mariah like just wants to get her hair done, and this Russian mafia, the Italian mafia, are feuding in the living room. Of course, they're feuding Paul in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but let's talk about that big fight moment. It, it's um, okay, so they're on the phone with Brett Ratner. Yeah, and it's Mariah, Stella, Danielle, and I think Christopher's there too. Yes, and Stella, you know, they're talking to Brett. Brett talking to Brett. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brett tat tat. Brett Ratner. <laughs> yeah. same thing. Um. They're talking to him and, you know, Danielle says a a funny little comment in return to Stella's comment about the banana clip she has in her hair. Yeah. She says it's a Snooky, Mm -hmm. a Snooky clip or something. Snooky look or whatever, yeah. And Danielle essentially agrees and say, yeah, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, Stella now feels the need to start flipping off. Danielle while they're on the phone yeah. giving her the middle finger being like I hate this bitch whatever being inappropriate she's inappropriate inappropriate because this is a professional setting again let's not forget yes we're all at work here yeah so you know Danielle don't take that and she's like look at this she's gonna be a bitch straight up like this okay yeah. great yeah so like, they get into it and then Danielle, I feel, is like staying real cool, calm. She's not even getting crazy. See, now that you're talking, now I'm starting to really, I didn't, I kind of went over my head when I was watching it. Yeah, Danielle's at work. Right. And there's this woman that she doesn't work for. She's basically being harassed at work. Yeah. And you know, honey, you can't do that. No. You cannot do that. Not in the workplace. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm seeing, now I'm starting to see it. Right. I'm glad we're doing this, talking it through. (laughs) Again. (laughs) One moment at a time. Yeah. So she's getting like the middle finger. She's getting all this stuff. Danielle jokingly says, because, you know, I'm sure is, you know, Danielle's a bad bitch, but she also is at work. So she's she's trying to keep it cool and calm. Yeah. And she sort of just says, I'm going to send you one of those cease and desist letters. Yeah. And Stella flips out. She's like, you're being completely inappropriate. How dare you? Who do you think you are? I mean, oh, that's essentially what she's saying. That's not exactly what she said. But like she says later to Chris, how dare she say that to me? She took that too personally. Too personally. Uh Uh-huh. You're sticking the middle finger up at this girl. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, no. Because that's what Danielle says. She's like, you're sitting over there giving me the finger. Yeah. Like, what do you think? You're lucky I didn't fucking crack your head up against the fucking wall, bitch. She's the one that said Snooky. Right. Stella's the one that said that. Yeah, so Stella's the one flying off the handle here. Yeah. And that whole moment of them on the phone, I think that was totally a real moment. Oh, yeah. Totally real. And I was like, I was like, ooh. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, uh-uh. And that that just shows you that Stella knew she was in the wrong, and she's like, I'm not doing this on camera, and she just got up and left. Yes. Because you know, like, you really were doing too much, Stella. You really were. Yeah. Hey. That was, it's fine. It's fine. It's I'm, been documented. It's great good TV. It was good TV, because <laughs> now I'm starting to believe it. Now I'm like, oh, shit, now we go, oh. Yeah, we're about to get rolling here. I know we're about to get rolling. Well, that's kind of the, that was the crux, the uh, the juice of the show was that conflict between the yeah. two of them and getting yeah. Mariah's head done. Which again, and then it all. The, Why would it be called crossing borders? It should have been like, the crux of Mariah's hair. Rushing, <laughs> getting my hair did. <laughs> yeah, getting my hair did. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because uh, that was really like the big thing. But like just to wrap up that whole little storyline, Danielle is going to remain on the tour because Mariah had to be the mediator and yeah. bring the two ladies together. Again, poor Mariah just wants to get her hair done. Right. She just wants a good final product (laughs) and she knows where she can get it. So like, just give me it. So they do have like, they hug it out and everything's fine. So we will be seeing more of Danielle in Mariah's world. I feel like Mariah needs to be firmer with Stella. To say, I'll do with Danielle, you... Right. Like, don't worry about Danielle. You and Danielle don't have to be friends. That's fine. But I need to look good. Exactly. That's what really all that matters. And I know we were just laughing about it. Oh, Mariah is so concerned with her hair. But she is photographed and looked at by hundreds, if not thousands of people, millions of people a day. Yeah. She has to look good. And I'm not mad at her for wanting that. I know, but I think Mariah has to be firmer. When Stella says, no, it's too expensive, Mariah should just say, make it happen. I don't give a fuck. I need Danielle Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, this is not about you. And you two are having conflict? And that's the other thing that even Danielle was saying. This is not... This is not about Stella. This is not Stella's world. Like, yeah. I work for you. Yeah. Like, that's it. 
Mariah and Danielle have no beef. No, they're great. So why is this a problem? No, I think Mariah needs to push back to Stella a little bit. A little bit. And just say, uh, you pay the bill that she wants. Don't even talk to her. She's my... Yeah, she's here no for words me. needed. Yeah. Y'all don't want to be friends. Out of it. Don't be friends. Yeah. Anyways, so those were the big moments. Those were the the the, the drama moments, but there are tons of other was, fun festive moments. It was kind of interesting to really watch, see that go down. Yeah. Because now we're starting to see behind the scenes, for real. This is like a real behind the scenes. And that's what I love. Oh, gosh. Now that was, we're talking out loud, Stella's coming off bad. You Well, you know why Stella's coming off bad? Because she can't use, she needs to learn how to use words that are not fuck you and bitch this and fuck that. Yeah. Her language this episode was just a little over the top. Like, I get it that she's trying to, like, you know, I'm a strong woman. Mm. I'm empowered. I'm here for girl power. But Mariah's audience isn't. Isn't like this, that, and the other. It's just, it's trying too hard. A little. A little. I think, yeah, because I think, because here's the thing. I think the marketing team over at Epic are probably having a heart attack about it because they're trying to market to an audience and present an image. Right. And then there's, and Mariah doesn't cuss like that. Horror, like a lot. No, no. I'm literally saying I curse a lot, and so I'm do not, I. I'm not yeah. offended by it. No, I'm no, not no. offended by cursing. I'm not mad that Stella curses all the time. But I think for this particular show, literally, when every other word is bleep, there's a lot. Yeah, it looks bad. Yeah, it just looks bad. I get it. You're trying to like be this big alpha female and trying to like prove this point that women can do just as well as men this that and the other why why are why is a woman got to be called a bitch when a man would get you know like a high five and like a handshake and a raise if he acted this way mm-hmm. yeah but i don't see uh any men uh, over here cursing on national television like that yeah so you know that's just not a good look well for me that's a communication issue because it means you're not able to express and and uh articulate what you're trying to say yeah so you just be vulgar and, and let me tell you I, I bring this up again not because i'm offended by her cursing because i curse all the time yeah but i've had other people who are not big fans of the shows but like friends of mine that i'm like did you watch mariah's world mm-hmm. go watch it and they're like what is with this Stella woman cursing 24 7 yeah so it does come across like that to other people mm-hmm. you know i don't care curse all you want but it just doesn't look it's not tasteful no i agree anyways Moving on, there are fun and festive moments Gosh. in this episode, other than curse left, curse right. Yeah. Okay, so Marianne and um, Thingamabob, what's his name? Thingamabob. 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 <laughs> uh, that Thingamabob. Still fighting. Anthony, Anthony Burrell. <laughs> Which we love, we love him. Speaking of Thingamabob, there was a moment with Anthony Burrell when he was talking backstage in this episode, <laughs> and I was looking at his Thingamabob. Oh, yeah. I was. I was like, is that his Thingamabob right there? In his um, I think flesh it colored was. Underpants. He was like in like flesh tone underwear uh-huh. uh, right after coming off stage, and I said, how you doing, Thingamabob? Yeah, you can see some Anthony moments. Yes. <laughs> in his pants. <laughs> uh, so they're still fighting, but whatevs. Yeah, I think now that they've like moved buses, I think it's that that conflict I think is going to diminish. Yeah. Um hopefully. Mariah's joking about the endangered animals. Which yes. do you remember this story came out? Yes. This was actually a story. See what she has to deal with? She can't do anything. No. But you know, she made it lighthearted and a joke. Like it's just so ridiculous, all of these crazy rumors that they have. Yeah. because none of them are true. Yeah. Well, listen, again, I'm so glad we got some more off the top of the show stage singing moments, which is such a, that's what we kind of come for, really. Really? That mm-hmm. is why I joined Mariah's World. Yeah, exactly. That is. That's the reason we're here. So keep them coming, people over there. E. Editing. You got two weeks the to editing fix team. <laughs> yeah, fix it. Add some more. Less Stella, more music. That's right. There was a lot of a lot of extra here in this episode. Not enough Mariah. Just overall, even. Yeah. Um, oh, something I want to bring up. So people have been coming to us on our social media at the Mariah at the Mariah Report, asking us what's up with Trey. Why isn't Trey in? And why is Trey being blurred out? Yeah. And so we had a big blurred out moment in this episode. A couple of times. Yeah. Okay. If you are showing three backup singers on stage <laughs> yeah. singing. And one of them is heavily blurred. Uh-huh. Why even show those backup singers at all? I know. Cut to like just one. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, 
And now everyone's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I think Trey, because we've, we've met Trey, and he's super nice, very low-key, yeah. very casual. And he loves his job. Yeah, and likes to go home to South Carolina or North yeah. wherever he's from. And I think he just likes to keep it low-key. doesn't want to be on the TV. I mean, yeah, I, I guess that. That's I all. guess that. I mean, but I, we really don't know the reason why. We don't, but the, but we just saw them together at Bagatelle, and he just yeah. did all the shows. Like, of course, they're not separated. There's they're no not conflict. friends. I mean, they're not not friends. Yeah. they're still there. They're still together. They're still doing their thing. I think he just doesn't want to be he on the show. Want to be part of it, which is fine. I guess. But anyways, I mean, it would be nice to see him have moments. You know who else would have been nice to see this week? Who? Maria. Maria. Where's my girl Maria? They cut Maria out. They cut, where's my Maria? Did they leave her back in London? Did we even go back to London this episode? I don't know. I think they're still flying around. I'm not sure. Yeah. Some of those hotels are like different. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the London. I can't. It's too much. I can't remember. I can't remember all of this. We're losing track of where we are <laughs> in the world. Losing track of where we are. I can only imagine how it is for Mariah and all of those people to be like somewhere new every day. Oh, I'm sure. She's like, where am I? Yeah. What, what day is it? It's crazy. So we got no Maria, so I'm mad about it. But we did get a little Molly. We got a little Molly. Molly's on the hunt for truffles. <laughs> Bless Which, her heart. Thank God they're firing her next week because I'm done yeah, with Molly. Yeah, we saw that in the preview. So Molly's done. Bye, Molly. I mean, sh- again, less Molly, more Maria. Yeah. I mean, Mariah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that too. Oh, that too. <laughs> yeah. We're all here for Mariah, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. That's what I meant to say. Well, we can ditch Molly and just have Maria. That's what I want. Give Maria that paycheck. Yeah. Mariah. Oh, Maria. Now I'm getting mixed between Maria and Mariah. You know, over there, like in some of those countries, they always call Mariah Maria because uh-huh. they don't like pronounce things that way, the yeah. way that, like we do, but whatever. I think people in general just call her Maria. Because they did like, well, no, just, I mean, nowadays it's like, okay, Mariah. They're kind of getting like, it now. Yeah. Now, but back then, no one knew what Mariah was um, like, as a name. Okay, what else happened? Oh, well, we have a little bit of the backup dancers. Yeah. They're planning Mariah's anniversary, oh, which yeah. we've all seen pictures of from on social media back in the day. Now, was that did that go down in Paris? Was that it? No. Uh, wait, like maybe it, it did. I think it did. I think it did. Go on. I can't remember the tour dates and things. Yeah. But I think it may have. No, 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 no. Denmark. I think it's in Denmark. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Denmark. That's when we see her like pouring champagne on the cake. Remember that moment? That oh, I, I, yes, I do remember that's, that moment. I think that's I thought you up. were talking about pouring champagne on Brian Tanaka's abdominal muscles. Oh, that too. That moment's that coming moment up. That moment too. That we will see all of those festive things next week. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about. Um, they're planning it, and they want Brian Tanaka. They call him Tanaka. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, they want him to jump out of a cake, and so. Uh, Sella's daughter and Leana, the assistant, go into the men's dressing room with all these men's in the towels. These little girls. That little girl doesn't need to be seeing all of that uh, thingamabobs. No. That's for people like me. Yeah. <laughs> I go ask these questions in the men's locker room. <laughs> yeah. she, get that, that poor girl's eyeballs. Uh-huh. That's for me. That's a, yeah. Excuse me, Brian. Can you jump out of a cake Excuse for Excuse me, Tanaka. Yeah. <laughs> That's my job. Not for these children. I don't know. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. Um, so that's kind of it. A lot of like the nonsense moments. Yeah. In this just episode. a little this, a little that everywhere. Yeah. I love the fact um, that when um, Mariah is... Um, uh, what is it called? Refereeing or being the mediator between yeah. um Danielle and Stella. That Mariah's basically dressed like a streetwalker. Uh huh. She in, has in the, fish the fishnets galore. She's just in a bodysuit with the she, little thing over her. She loves that. It's it's hysterical. It is hysterical. Like everyone else is just in normal clothing. Yeah. They're just having a regular day at home. Yeah. Or at least that's how it seems on the TV. Right. And Mariah's just walking around like a prostitute. Yeah. With no, I love it. With no pants on. I love no pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mariah. I would probably do the same thing, honestly, but I'm just <laughs> saying it looks really strange on TV. And I see that look she had when she was sitting on the bed and was going to ask Stella to um, bring, bring Danielle, Danielle back. back when she's in the fishnets and that like hooker top. Yeah. 
And then Stella's like, oh, you look great. I was like, no, no you, you don't. Just, no, you don't. She was, <laughs> well, she's waiting for her John to come over or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think I've never been a fan of fishnets. Uh-huh. Uh, just in general. I mean, unless they're Me too, like yeah, light and maybe like. I don't mind that flesh tone fishnet people right. wear. But that like that big crisscrossy black. But Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, that's just my personal taste. That's just my personal taste. I know. Um, Mariah can wear whatever she wants. But I, I don't do... like that that look of the strappy booby thing. No, I don't like that either. Like, it's not that I don't mind. The, I like, love a boob moment. I just think it's uh, like an ugly top. Yeah. In general. Again, yeah. The top. Again. The top. Um, okay, so let's talk about our favorite moments. I think my favorite moment was, I think I accidentally mentioned it, um, when Chris, the Buckle, and Danielle are in the hotel room. Oh, together, yes. Together, and they need to, like, there's one bed they have to share. Mm-hmm. I think and secretly they don't care. They just were like, like let's, let's have try- some fun. Exactly. You know, you 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 try to do what you can. Yeah. To, it's, to it's, keep yourself laughing. Yeah. I, I think it was really fun to see Christopher's personality. No, and the two of them yeah. like are hysterical together. I know. And Christopher's accent there was really good with that hussy. Mm-hmm. It was his. It was hysterical. Yeah. That was another really funny moment. Again, all the really funny moments this episode. All sort of revolved with or around Danielle. Yeah, the, the I show, love her energy. Well, now I'm starting to see the show in what it should be. It should be Mariah, mm-hmm. Christopher, Danielle, Maria, <laughs> <laughs> and like, them babies. The core char- yeah, core characters. Because <laughs> that's really where it should all be focused around. Because that's because now it's more entertaining and fun. Right. I feel like Stella's bringing a lot of like hard drama. That's not right, and it's not even like good drama. It's just like oh, and like stress. And, you know, and the, but then. I think they wanted to sort of, you know, Stella's hard drama and they wanted to lighten that with moments of with like dumb Molly. Right. You know, overall throughout the the eight episodes. But really, you didn't need all of that. Mm -hmm. If you just tone down Stella or just cut her out completely, we really could have a laugh fest. Yeah. If it was like the main people here, Mariah, Danielle, Mariah and her glam squad. Yeah, I agree. That alone, I'm sure, is just enough television drama there, but it's also hysterical. I think this was the most funny of all the episodes, funniest yeah. of all the episodes. Uh, I laughed so much. No, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I liked that. That yeah. was good. Uh, what was your favorite moment? Uh, my favorite moment. Um, okay. Oh my gosh. What did I... Okay. What? We're like totally. <laughs> Hating on Stella this episode. I, I, but it's not my favorite moment. No, so I, know. I don't know why you brought that up. But that's what that's what how we absorbed it. That's what Listen, came through the TV. This is what they're putting in front of us. Yeah. This is what we see. This is <laughs> what we do. I know. Okay, here's my favorite moment. It's a subtle moment. Yeah. It's a little shady moment, but it was a real moment. Uh-huh. And it goes sort of around with all of the um things with you know the new team and those former employees and all of these things mm-hmm. so at one point towards the end of the episode they're all just sort of laying around uh watching tv mariah's there with her glass of wine a lot of wine floor. this episode too. oh a lot of wine too <laughs> yeah. i liked that she That's even walked up the plate moment. with her wine <laughs> yeah she did <laughs> yeah. she did she had that wine everywhere i really liked that that's my favorite moment now to think yeah. of it. um <laughs> No, but really. So they're sitting there. They're laying on the floor with the kids. Stella is still running and huffing and puffing over the whole Danielle thing. Yeah. And she comes over to Mariah and Mariah's still like, you know, whatever. And Stella says something along the lines of, hey, you know, I can't believe she said that to me. But like, let's just keep mo- keep it moving, moving forward. Um, and then she says. Oh, God, I forgot what she said. She said... Um, Something about bringing, like, new blood in. Right. New t- the new team. New team, new energy. It's all going to be good. Yeah. And Mariah turns around when she's on the floor, looks at Stella. Because Mariah's, like, eye-rolling the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Because Stella's, like, going on and on and just being aggressive. And she just turns around and says, Larry was new. Turns back around and starts <laughs> watching TV. That is and so shady away. because yeah. she's, like, saying... No, new energy is not always the way to go. Yeah. Getting new people is not always the way to go. Uh-huh. New tour management makes me be late for my show. Yeah. New hair makes me have a bump in the back of my head. Uh-huh. 
it's not always the way to go. No, yeah. So I thought that was a very good moment. No, that That's was a my great, favorite moment. That was a great moment. You have to rewatch it, Lambs, if you haven't seen it or didn't catch it, because it is sort of really quick. Yeah. I missed it the first time, but the second time I was like, oh. Yeah. oh she told her. Well, at least Mariah's on top of it. Yeah. And it's not just absorbing. She knows what's going on. Well, she's not just taking in everything Stella's saying. She's not buying all the bullshit. She right. knows where she knows what's up. It's true. She knows and, what's up. And says something. I agree. That's that's my Mariah. That's the Mariah I love. We love that. I love that. But I think that wraps up all of our festive moments for this episode. So don't forget to uh, follow us on all of our Instagram, all of our Twitter. Uh-huh. You and by all, I mean that that one Twitter <laughs> yeah. account we have, yeah. that one Instagram uh-huh. account we have. Yeah. <laughs> all the social medias. <laughs> that's what I meant. At the Mariah Report. And tell us your favorite moment. What do you think of the episode? How did you feel? Yeah. We, at the end of it. I love hearing what the other lambs are saying again. Because yeah. this could be like a Stella Hater episode. It could be. Because they're, she wasn't looking good in a lot of these scenes. Yeah. You know? And Mariah, out of all the people, she really is the most normal. She out, is. Out of everyone around. And she's so I like, really like that. Yeah, she's like so calmed and chilled. It is. It's good. I can't remember if we were talking about this last week. But I'm just, I'm really enjoying this Mariah's world now. Because I wasn't sure what was happening behind the scenes. I thought it was mm-hmm. like all kinds of chaos and craziness and what the fuck's going on. But now I can see. I'm like, okay, Mariah's cool. Like, she's got it together. She knows what's going on. Like, stuff is happening. I feel good about what's going on. I feel good about it, too. Mm-hmm. I like everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh-huh. And I'll be tuning in next week. No, you won't. We got a Oh, that's two-week right. Break. We have a two-week break. So we won't have looking in Mariah's world we, until January. The top of the new year. Yeah. That's right. Darn it. Um, don't go anywhere, get a splash, and stay tuned for our interview with Superfan from last week, Chris Keen. I'm here with Chris Keen, the super fan that was a part of Mariah's World, episode two. And we saw him on the television and he was plucked Ooh. out of the audience and he got to meet Mariah. And here yeah. he is. We're in New York City and he's here visiting for Mariah's, uh, what tour is this? It's third. The, the Beacon the third the Beacon annual show. Beacon. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome, Chris. Thank you, Martin. How do you I like want to say your name in Dan's accent, like Martin. Martin. So, well, I'll say Martin. You can say, say it in hi, your accent. Hi, Martin. Well, where are you from? And hi, Dan, as well, by the way, in Chicago. Yeah. You're having a great time there. Uh-huh. Tell, where are you from? Where are you visiting from? I'm from England, so the north. I live in a place called Boston Spa. That sounds luxurious. It's pretty. Nice and lush and green. So where did you see Mariah's show well, in Europe, I, when the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour was announced, I thought I've got to book at least a few shows. So I booked the Leeds one, mm-hmm. which is like my nearby city. Right. And then I did Manchester as well, which is like an hour away. And then I thought I want to do maybe Birmingham because that's like not far away too. Yeah. But of course, as I started doing them. Wait, I, far I, away being you can drive there? Or you have to fly yeah, there? you can get a train within an hour, two hours. Oh, nice. And London for me is around two hours. So that was like. The one I thought, well, maybe I'll go to that one. But I thought, obviously, visiting your home city, which is 20 minutes away, he's like, yes. Yeah. You know, you're going to go there and support the Queen. Of course. So that was booked. And then Manchester and then Birmingham. So I thought, three three dates is fantastic. I'll be a happy lamb. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work like that, does it? You go to see Mariah and you want more. Yeah. We know and that. then you start to think, well, she's not going to be here again. I can justify going to a full <laughs> show. So I then booked um, Cardiff. Uh-huh. And what I love to do is like have vacation holiday time yeah. and then see your favorite sort of like music. Yeah. So it's like the cherry on top. Yeah. So I thought I can incorporate a holiday in Wales, Cardiff, yeah. and see the Queen Mariah Carey. Wow. And then, of course, I did that. And then... I was like, what the hell? I want to go to London. So throughout the UK, all the days, there were six days. I did five. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Oh, my God. I just couldn't get enough. Yeah. Was there a big variation between the shows? Yeah. The Cardiff venue, that was kind of like, it was an arena, but it's quite a small, almost theater-like, very similar to the Beacon. Oh, wow. uh, Then the O2. Oh, my God. That was Enormous. huge. It just felt regal for Mariah, and it was packed. The energy before showtime was electric wow you've got like um rise world film crew there wanting to 
save your sign to say I'll be on the show. They were filming. There was a real energy. Mm-hmm. And when we'd already seen what was like the set this was and that it had gone down well in all the other yeah. uh, parts of the UK. So people were ready to party. So tell us how that came about. How did you end up on Mariah's well, World? Well, I saw uh, the Leeds concert and um, that was fabulous. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I'd got the um, date booked for Manchester. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I actually couldn't get a meet and greet. They were all sold out. But I got a VIP, so I got a good seat mm-hmm. uh, within the first few rows. So that was really nice. And at the end of the show, I was on a high and, you know, you're just checking your phone. But there's a little story where I did meet Stella last year at the Beacon. Yeah. And I was actually looking, Lance, for Dan and Martin to say goodbye after the last show. Yeah. I went back into the theatre just to say bye. Uh-huh. Uh, but there was to us, two... to Dan and I. Yeah. We, I wanted we to... were um, Lamley meeting at the time. Ah, yeah, and I couldn't find you. Yeah. But there were two ladies wanting a photograph taken in the foyer by that wonderful Christmas tree in the beacon. Because because you were wearing an extremely festive yeah. Christmas suit. Uh, yeah, well, the first loved. show, yeah. I'd got the full ensemble, darling. It was the yeah. full Christmas suit from Macy's. Yeah. But people were like, oh, my, can we have the photograph with you? And um, in fact, going to the theatre, people were stopping me to say, happy holidays. A few people in restaurants were waving like it was like Santa Claus almost like walking yeah, by. Right. It was really nice because this is New York. And I was told, oh, you people in New York are really tough. They don't talk to you. But they were really friendly. Yeah. You know, so this Upper West Side, I, mean, I adore it. It's wonderful. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I wore the full suit. And in the theatre, people were like saying, you know, can we have photographs with you? But a few were like saying... Is he wearing pajama bottoms? <laughs> so for the second night, I actually put black jeans on with the Santa jacket. And I think right. that worked a little bit better. I personalized it. Mm-hmm. You did a remix. Yeah, yeah, I did a, a remix. remix. Yeah, yeah. we've got David Morales in, <laughs> Junior Vasquez. So uh, yeah, it did look better. But yeah, I went back into the uh, theater just to say goodbye to you boys. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd been so nice the night before. We'd had photo moments. Yeah. And I wanted to say goodbye. You know, it's Christmas time. It's so festive. You're on a Mariah high after a show. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it was empty. The merch was being tidied away. Uh, and as I say, there was these two ladies, kind of like your aunties. And one of them said, well, you know, would you take a photograph? And I was like, yeah, of course. Mm. Um, so I went, just a few photos, you know, does this one look right? And, you know, eventually they were happy. And then she said, uh, oh, over there, that's my daughter. So I kind of looked over and it was Miss Stella. So connected with her, and then we followed each other on so Facebook. So now, now she knows you. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd made an introduction. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it was really nice and, um, you know, uh, to follow each other and, you know, see uh, what's happening in each other's world. So yeah. she had obviously seen that. I was doing the tours, and she knew that I'd flown over to uh, New York. So, you know, she was like thinking, no, this is a, you know, a fan who's obviously loves Super Mariah. fan, yeah. Super fan, uh-huh. yeah. And, um, but you have to be if you're traveling overseas to yeah, go see that's an artist. It. Of course, yeah. You are. I mean, that's how you invest yeah. in uh, the artist you're really passionate about. And yeah. oh my God, Mariah, she's just the best. Anyway, isn't she? So, yeah. And so Stella recognized this. Mm-hmm. And she just asked me, um, you know, did you get a meet and greet after the show? She sent a message. So we're back in England now. Yeah, so we're back in England. It's after the Manchester show. And, um, and I was on a high. You know, as we mentioned earlier, after a Mariah show, you're always on a high. Mm-hmm. And um, the theatre was, well, the arena was being cleared, Manchester Arena, right in the city centre. Um, but Stella really, she twigged the fact that I'd, the VIP, but I didn't get the meet and greet, they were sold out. Mm-hmm. So she said, stay where you are. I'm going to send my assistant, Molly. We've all met Molly now. Oh, Mariah's Molly. World. Yeah, Molly. The, the sweet Molly. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Molly came. But the thing is, it took a, a minute or two for Molly to come. So the uh, arena was the security guys are saying you've got to go but i could see like the other secure uh, um vips kind of accumulating kind of the back mm-hmm. of the arena so i thought oh if i just kind of stand with those so they were took to a, a section but you've got to have a, a wristband on mm. and i've not got anything so it was a, almost like well the manager said you know i can go backstage and they were like looking at me as if to say yeah yeah but luckily i just sat down and he looked a little bit you know suspiciously at me then molly came with the Mariah's World crew, film crew. Wow, okay. Yeah. Did they tell you that you're going to be on Mariah's World or they just said, wait here? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd actually signed like a, a, a declaration at the lead show. The waiver, show. yeah. Yeah, the waiver to say, you know, would you like to be on the show? And mm-hmm. if you are, you know, do you mind if like, you know, you, you, you put on and yeah. things like that. 
So I'd already signed that. So Slash, you're not getting paid. Yeah, yeah. you're not getting paid. That's <laughs> yeah. it. And, yeah. and I think it even says something on there about, you know, we, we, we might take um, like a, a voiceover on you. And I was like thinking, oh, my God, I hope they don't make me sound like comical <laughs> or like uh, Mickey Mouse or something. So anyway, Molly was there. And as you saw on Mariah's World, was, I said, hi, you, Molly. We shook hands. And then the film crew has actually um, following us backstage. And now Molly had got a, quite a fast step. So it was almost like a quick pace. Yeah. And it felt like a little bit action-packed. It was really exciting, actually. Mm -hmm. And the film crew were behind me. And it, it was only like these handheld cams, not like big setups. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I've got the VIP lanyard on top. And I've got my um, bobble hat on from Christmas, the Beacon Show. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought, oh, my God, just don't, don't look like you're enjoying it. So I, I, I turned around. I was like putting the lanyard in front of the camera, like <laughs> wiggling the bobble hat. And I thought, oh, that'd be quite funny if they show it. And they've not yet. Well, who knows? It could come on at like some point in Mariah's world. And, right. and then this is the funny bit as well. Molly then put me into the VIP section. Now, normally the... Um, You're behind the so backstage? Readers, yeah, they're kind of with security around the corner. Right. So I was literally in the section with the got Mariah candles lit ready in the, the black area where, you know, ready for the meet and greeters. Mm -hmm. And Molly then just left me with a, a, one lady filming me. And I'd started hyperventilating then because it's like, what do I do? I've already wiggled the lanyards right. in the faces. And, you know, and I was kind of like excited. Adam moments, you're Adam moments. Yeah. And I was real. <laughs> then the realization, I was meeting my idol. Uh -huh. And then my cheek started sticking to my teeth. And then I, I just literally had to put my hand in front of the camera. like, stop filming. I let me sort of like compose myself because my heart was sort of like, beaten well, I think any so lamb fast. would be any lambs in the same situation about yeah, to meet Mariah I've got a sweat and I think I'm meeting my queen and I was so excited and the, well, I was put into this enclosed like area where yeah. you know you have to wait till Mariah's normally in there um, before you're taken in there and I was left Molly then left me the, the film the lady filming then went and all I could hear outside was security saying Molly you've not got access to take anyone else into the room. The security guy was having a go. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get kicked out. And I'm thinking, oh, well, if I don't get to meet Mariah, I've kind of like seen the candles and yeah. they're all lit. And there were ginger and white lily, lily these uh, sweet, sweet fantasy candles, and they are gorgeous. Oh, they good? They smell divine, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, lambs are sort of like keeping them in the wrapper, but do open them, light it, and they last forever. I mean, I've lit mine well, since March to now, and it, it, it's only used like a, a quarter of it. And it illuminates Mariah and the butterfly. Oh, wow. It looks so pretty and it smells nice. Okay. I kind of tell myself that's what Mariah smells like because it's, <laughs> it's almost a vanilla-y smell. It's really nice. Oh, wow, nice. So I'm in this section with the candles lit. Security outside is saying to Molly, you know, what are you doing? You've not got authorization. And I could hear her saying, well, Stella told me to get this guy. Yeah. And then this guy's in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm just, this is never going to work out. Uh -huh. Well, I've had some fun. Um, then the Live Nation lady came to collect me and put me with the other meet and greeters. But then Stella came in and she went, he goes first, super fan. Uh -huh. Now, I'm, I'm really humble and quite happy to go to the back and sort of like let everybody have their moments first. So my mouth then really did start to dry up. Mm -hmm. I needed some gum. And then this guy next to me, he'd not got any. And I was like thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be like the honey video where the guy's got the bad breath and she asked for gum. And I'm going to be the guy with the bad breath. Because normally at these shows, I'd only drunk peppermint tea actually during the show. You know, people are on beer and yeah. things like that because I want to remember the show. Right. So I'd normally take a soft drink in and, you know, because afterwards I'd take, have a splash uh -huh. or some champagne. So I thought, oh, God, thank God I've had peppermint tea before yeah. the show. So I have my breath won't smell for Mariah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then there was like a 10-minute wait. And um, they were like wondering why this guy had been put in front of all the other. There were around 30 other meet and greeters. That paid for, the, paid for it. Yeah. And uh -huh. then this lucky guy is right at the front. And it's almost like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then, uh, you, then the declaration had got to be signed that you didn't mind being filmed. Well, I couldn't write. I was shaking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't, I couldn't, I said to them, I can't read my name. And the, you needed your name for the photograph to be oh, no. emailed. And I, you could not see Chris.Keen oh, no. and at my email address at all. Uh -oh. So Molly had to then film me <laughs> saying my name and my email address. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Then I, I, think, thought, we'd oh all my, be, I think we would all be the same yeah, way. Yeah, I thought, oh my God. Because normally, if you've got a meet and greet, you'd be composed. You'd probably have um, months. It. 
to yeah. plan what you're going to say, what you're going to wear, to have chewing gum, yeah, right. to take it before you go and meet Mariah. But no, because I was like literally thrust in front of the uh, other meet and greeters. It was I was on a high after the show anyway. Yeah, I'd had the film crew on my face, Molly, and sort of like started sort of connecting with me. And then I was like, I think I'm meeting Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been a fan since Vision of Love. Mm-hmm. Oh my, it meant a lot, a, a, a lot yeah. to me. And uh, then I was like thinking in my mind, what am I going to say? What I'm going to say of like since 1990 of telling her what her music meant from like when Vision of Love was released to all the songs to like emotions being released and really nailing it with that album yeah. to each successive album, each song that came out. Because yeah. we used to have a magazine in England called Blues and Soul. And I used to always be thinking every year, oh, it must be time for a Mariah record. Then within a few weeks, she was on the front cover, a new album coming out. And he's like, yes, yeah, the Queen's delivering. Uh-huh. She worked hard in the 90s. Every year there was a new album. Wasn't yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like, um, see, I've lost my train of thought now. I'm, well, I'm, ba- I'm back in the moment. Yeah, I'm back in Manchester you at can't... the meet and greet now, hyperventilating. <laughs> my cheeks and my teeth are stuck together. <laughs> are you tra- you're a bit traumatized by oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I get bewildered by it. Like, did I really meet Mariah Carey? Uh-huh. So anyway, I was like, so as I said, so I was thinking so... of all these things I've got to say yeah. to her. Uh, and then one thing I thought, well, obviously, you need to tell her about the years of music. Yeah. And then I thought, obviously, she likes to hear the English accent. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do the darling. I mean, we do say that a little bit. But I know Mariah likes to say the darling and try speaking in an English accent, which she pulls off wonderfully, the theatre darling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, oh, I'll go in like that. Sort of saying, hi, darling, and mm-hmm. thank you for the years of music. And then tell her, obviously, I want to justify why they were saying I was a super fan, because I'm humble. I mean, I didn't give myself that title, by the way, guys. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like just like normally the one just to be at the back watching and enjoying. So... Uh, I thought, I've got to justify it. So I thought, I'd, I'd need to tell her that. I flew to opening night yeah. for um, the number one to infinity. I mean, my God, to be honest, I, I actually did feel in my heart, I really wanted to support her on that opening night. Right. It had got to be true lambs. It's got to be that the core fan base yeah. to be there. And um, it was amazing. I mean, that, that show. But, so you yeah, had to tell her that. But then... You know, when you're kind of like thinking about 10 to 20 different things you want to tell and then you're trying to prioritize it. Mm-hmm. When you see me on the show, I actually repeat myself. But because she opens my jacket and she goes, the ensemble. And I've got to say, she was so kind to me. Yeah. In fact, I, there's a, if you look at the episode two where I literally meet her, there's a, almost like a, a second where I'm stunned when I see her face because she's got these gorgeous eyes. Mm-hmm. I really thought she'd got dark brown eyes, but they're kind of like a, a lighter brown and they are like pools of caramel. Mm. And she is so pretty. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all then in front of my eyes was like, every single cover was like flashing in front of my eyes, all the album covers, <laughs> all the songs and what she meant to me. And I was kind of just got starstruck. Uh-huh. But it was well, sweet. That's the, that's the definition of starstruck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Me in that moment. Paralyzed. You know, yeah. so um, it was really special. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was really happy. So, so it looked really quick, the meet and greet. Like, well, yeah, I mean, there was about, as I say, 30, 40 people, but kind of my moment with her was as long as everybody else was being put through quick. Because people were going, what were you talking to Mariah about? Yeah. And I was like, well, wh- why weren't you speaking to Mariah? Yeah. And because... Um, I was talking about uh, when I went to New York and I went to the Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem, which is fantastic. Again, I've lost my train of thought now. What was I talking about? <laughs> so it's just, it's just when we talk about Mariah. Yeah. We love her so much. And uh-huh. um, you know, I just could talk for hours about every song. We're in the meeting. Greet. Oh, yeah. So we're in the meeting. Greet. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I met her. And then so obviously, oh, yeah, the extra things we we're talking about. So, yeah. Oh, I've got it. My train of thought. Sorry, lambs. Oh, by the way, happy holidays. <laughs> I'm ditzy. They call Molly ditzy, but to be honest, I was more ditzy because at the meet and greet as well, I took in number one to affinity CD yeah. for Mariah to sign. I was like, great, I'm going to get something signed. And uh, I was like, oh, Molly, I've not got a pen. So Molly gave me a Sharpie. Molly was actually on the ball. <laughs> oh, she's doing her job? Yeah, she was. She was doing a great job of PA. I mean, she was rushing around a little <laughs> yeah. bit and stuff, but uh, she uh, she did a great job. But yeah, I was the ditzy one, really. But again, starstruck. I can be excused, darling. Can, yes. So in the, in the end, when I walked out of the meet and greet, I was like, Oh my God! I said to Molly, "I've still got your show, and I forgot to ask Mariah to sign it." All the other meet and greeters—they <laughs> <laughs> were going in then, and then security were outside. And I was like, "Oh dear!" Well, then I thought, "I've got a photo moment." I had a little chat with my queen, oh. our queen. So I thought, "I can't complain." But I thought, "Oh my 
God. How funny. Yeah. I, thought, oh, I, I literally walked out did, with a Sharpie. But did Molly go back and get it signed for you? Oh, my God, no, because it was like, once you're out, the security were like, no, I mean, there were the 30 doors. more people to come out. Yeah. Mariah got to meet them. And then, to be honest, I was on a high from the meet. So, um, What did Mariah smell like? So many people have asked this question. Uh-huh. And you know what she smells of? What? A little pause there. For effect. Let me you think. Know, yeah, what do you think she smells of? I want to say, like, the flower, peonies, the peonies flower that oh, she loves. interesting. Something floral. What about you, lambs? What do you think our queen smells of? Yeah, I feel like she smells floral. Interesting. I thought she might smell maybe of one of her perfume lines. Uh-huh. But you know what kind of she does smell of? What? Kind of just neutral, almost just a faint vanilla-y smell. Oh, okay. Just she, she, she smelled. To be honest, she was otherworldly. Mm-hmm. To what came across was an aura of wonderfulness mm-hmm. and glitter and sparkle and radiating particles. So yeah, she, she was just <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, why I was starstruck. <laughs> and what was I've awful? Nev- I've never I, heard that as yeah, a description of her. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one though. Well, that's like, how I felt. I'm going to uh, use that. Yeah. yeah, and it's like as well. The thing is as well. The room, as I said, I'd already been in the room. Yeah. Because um, I'd just been left in there, yeah. Um, and it was just this um, square area with black curtains, and then just around. I think there was about at least six to eight candles. So on pillars, two yeah. pillars either side. So four candles at either side. Right. So it did smell really nice, and um, and that was it really. But I thought there'd be a red light on the camera, and there wasn't. Of the video camera. Yeah, because behind you got Stella looking. Uh, from the corner, you got Molly at the back, you got a Live Nation representative, you got the film crew, and then about two or three, I think, were in the room at this point. And then you got this surety guard. So, how many people is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, around yeah. seven or eight. You got a crowd. And they were all quiet behind the camera. All I could see was a, a slight lens, uh-huh. but I thought there'd be a red light. Also, when the photo was taken, I thought there'd be a flash. If you actually do look at my. Um, uh, what's the name? Account Instagram. on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I kind of like it's made it festive. The mm-hmm. Santa hats. We didn't. Uh, we didn't wear Santa hats, Lammies. It's just <laughs> me. Um, that photograph. You could actually see me looking away slightly because I didn't know quite when it was going to get taken. Mariah knows. I mean, in fact, Mariah looks fabulous every time she's photographed, doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, I'm the one again. I look goofy on that photo, but again, I'm smiling. I'm radiant because I was. I was just so happy. So <laughs> you know, I thought, well, that's one thing I take away from because you want to think, I want to look composed and this and that. Yeah. But um. What comes through is just like, I was just so happy and, you know, they, they made a fan's dream come true. No, a super fan, as they say. Wow. So, uh, but um, it was really special. So one thing she did ask me, though, you know, in the episode, she talks about the set list. Yeah. And Stella was reassuring Mariah. She actually did look down and her eyes looked up at me and she did say, what do you think of the set list? And she asked me so tenderly. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe in my head, like Mariah's asking me about the set list, and I was, and I was just like, I, I think I took a step back, and I was like, like whoa, because he was just the best. I mean, you got fantasy, the Death Club remix uh-huh. for the intro. It started like pow. Yeah. The Queen brought in on a chaise long uh-huh. with these dancers, uh-huh. these mighty fine dancers, uh-huh. and it was like you couldn't have started it off any better. It was just not a regular show. It was like a fan, a, a fan show, a, a, a show for the lambs. The energy was dynamic. Yeah. And I said to her, well, oh my God, Mariah, the, the, the Whitney duet, because that really moved me. I mean, it could bring you to tears. Mm-hmm. When that started, and Mariah was so humble each time she did that performance with Whitney, because mm-hmm. it's like, Whitney starts it, doesn't she? And, and then Mariah comes in, and Mariah was like, just looking so lovingly at the screen, um, looking down with like the greatest respect. It was so, so moving. I, I actually can't, I've got goosebumps thinking about that. Yeah. Wow. It was a, a sweet, sweet fantasy tour was a gift from the heavens. It sounds like, it sounds like you've had the ultimate like, you, fan experience yeah, because you, not only did you see it so many times, yeah. you got to meet her and you've been uh, documented in Mariah's Yeah, world. exactly. And like Mariah said, she wanted this documented for the fans. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, and I know there's some more fantastic fans coming up on the next few episodes is going to be because it gets so festive and I think Mariah gets more comfortable uh-huh. in front of the camera. In fact, I think I met sweet Mariah. She was getting, still getting, I think she admitted it, she was protective at first of mm-hmm. what she was saying and, but I, that's the Mariah I kind of know and love and grow up with, you know, kind of yeah. like, you know, Mariah's never been a braggy sort of person, an, an arrogant person. She's always been very humble, yeah. but so 
freaking talented. Yeah, of course. And it's been about the voice, the songs. And I kind of got that, Mariah. I think later on, they really brought out the fun side as she got comfortable in front of the camera. Bianca came out. You right. know, Mariah's really having fun on the yacht and she's bringing out uh, Shawnee, you know, and, and, and it's really personal. In fact, I think Mariah's world just pops with fun, magic and sparkle and yeah. um, fizzle. And it's just a beautifully produced show. Do and it just sets Mariah in a, a light. Like, we know her as lambs, but the world gets to see this lady who I think it will cement her as a, a legend, really will. All right, Chris. It was great talking to you. Yeah, and you, I could speak to for hours. I know. Yeah. Well, we that's why that's what we do on our podcast. Yeah, we speak for hours. It's a and fabulous hours podcast. Hours. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks thank for sharing you. that behind the scenes moment. But you're welcome. Yeah, I'm sure everybody will love to hear what, uh, your little story. <laughs> uh, how can people find you? Instagram. Yeah, so the Instagram is Soul BC. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is at ChrisK1971. So I could totally give my age away there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm on Facebook. So send requests. I always accept them. It's just lovely to see other fans. I love it as well when you can see other fans sharing their moments with Mariah too. Yeah. It's just a beautiful thing. It's a, a, a sort of like, we are Lamely, uh -huh. aren't we? And I love to see the joy in people's faces. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, because it's like you, you, you get it. I've been there. It's like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, share and let's sort of all connect. It's fabulous. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Thank Have you. Have a wonderful Christmas. All right. Goodbye. Bye.